Listen up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away. Yes, it's Brad Giesa. For time for Tuesday, February 1st. Uh, this takes me back to, actually, with something that's oddly, oddly very fond memories of, of my past and my growing up, because it's, it's of something you wouldn't expect. When my uh, cousin Michael first came over from Germany, they brought two things that I had to have, and I realized when they left that I needed to have them. One of them was Nutella, and that was not available here. And I was like, this is mine now. I'm not giving it back. And the other one was stink bombs, and they weren't available. They're all in German, and we, I intentionally asked him to bring them. Because my dad, my dad was a good storyteller, too. He, was, uh, he didn't leap into a story as quickly as I like to, but if you got him in the storytelling mood, he would tell stories. And one time he was telling me a story about a stink bomb that he had. And they looked a little bit different. They came in a little box of sawdust. And you open them up and they were just like a little teeny egg. And it was very thin. And he took it to school and he threw it over his shoulder. And he just heard a little ping. And then all of a sudden, oh, everyone, the smell overwhelmed everyone. They had to clear the classroom. When my dad told the story, he laughed and laughed and laughed. And he never got caught. And in my mind, he was the hero of that story. It was like, that's a great story. Someday, someday, I, I will be that man. I will be the man clearing the room with the stink bomb. Are you looking on Facebook, Max? I was going to say, guys, if, if you see one, by the way, and they're, they're posted on Facebook, when you look at them at first, they don't look as serious. They don't look as, as toxic as they really are. They look like a small vial. Uh, remember the movie The Deep where they had the, the vials of uh, morphine? that the moray eel was guarding. If you shrink those down about 10 times, just a little teeny vial like that, doesn't look very dangerous at all. However, within the thin walls of that plastic vial is something that brings the smell of a freshly broken rotten egg fully, fully. It's not just, you don't just smell it. You you feel it in your sinuses. You you feel it on your clothes. It's It's a horrible thing. So... I had one of those, and I actually had a plan. I'll just I'll describe the first couple of experiences that I had because I that is what I finally had in my hand, that product, which was not what my dad had. So I planned something meticulously in my head. I was going to break it in my sixth grade, sixth grade class, and I wanted the same thing to happen. I wanted everyone to run out holding their nose, no one to find out who it was, and for me to emerge the hero of the story like my father. And our sixth grade class was normally divided into two classes because it was a real big room. But sometimes during certain exercises, they would take one of those collapsible doors and unfold it in the middle, and now it's one giant room. So I figured if there's a time to do it, you do it when when the doors are open and it's going to be one giant room. So now we're supposed to be taking a test. My whole plan was, because my dad acted like it broke so easily, I thought, it's going to be a piece of cake. What I need to do is pretend like I'm going to sharpen my pencil. We're all supposed to be taking a test. Pretend like I'm going to sharpen my pencil. I throw down the stink bomb as I'm walking. I just hear, oh. I hear, bing! And I'm, I'm assuming it shattered. And, and Max, if you could have seen someone walk really cool to the pencil sharpener, that would not be me. I, I, that was, <laughs> I, I looked completely guilty of something. And I went and I sharpened my pencil. I expected, any, I'm expecting this wave of smell. What I don't realize, though, is that it didn't break. It, it bounced off the ground. And remember Fred oh, Pinto, uh, yeah. the, the, star, the star of the story yesterday who jumped yeah. out of the, the second floor window and uh, thought that the, uh, maybe the substitute teacher thought she'd killed him? Well, this is a sixth-grade Fred Pinto. And he got hit in the face with it. Bam! Hits <laughs> oh, him in the no. face and lands on his table. 
So he goes and turns it into Mrs. Tate. One of and she wants to know what it is. One of the most unappealing ladies I've ever had this the disadvantage of being uh, having a teacher. So she says, he says, Brad threw this at me. So I, of course, came up with a lie and I came up with one quick. What I said as I was reaching in my pocket as I was walking, it fell out of my pocket. Yeah. I accidentally kicked it and it hit Fred. What a terrible, you know, what a series of unfortunate. Teacher, buy that. She did, but she wanted to know what. Well, what is it? Again, I came up with a line. I came with one quick. I said, it's a perfume sample. Which seemed, she goes, okay, all right. She handed it back to me, and it was done. It was diffused. I went on to break it later in the bathroom, and I got in big trouble. (laughs) Fast forward now. Fast forward about 10 years. Now it's my my good friend, Miles Tevis. And he doesn't know about these. I brought them. I'm saying, now these are deadly. We have to be careful. I've, I've learned a few lessons here. One of them is... You got to make sure they break. And the second one is, you got to get the heck out of there. So we watched the movie Alien. It first came out. We were only 15. We had the lies. They were 16. By the movie, by the way, that movie just scared the living tar out of everybody. It did, I mean, <laughs> when it first came out, Alien scared the bejesus out of people. So what we did is we wrapped them up in napkins because we knew that when we stepped on them, we wanted to make sure they broke, that we didn't want it on our feet. We didn't want to be tracking it around. So at least we thought that far ahead. So the movie ends... We got them wrapped up. We stand up. We crushed them. But we didn't think far enough ahead to wait till the line had gone down because we just stood up, and the movie had just ended. The door was immediately packed. It was So we've got maybe five to six minutes of wait time to get out of there, and that entire time it progressively started getting worse and worse. And it was like, oh, my gosh, what happened? At first there's the, you know, who passed the gas type of jokes, and then it's like, all right, who died? Who who opened a bloated dog on the side of the road? Those jokes. <laughs> and everyone's getting sick. And, and Miles never got this. I was pretending like I was getting sick, too, even though inside I was laughing. I was laughing. Miles, on the outside, is laughing his ass off. And I'm saying, <laughs> Miles, you're the only one laughing. It's obvious we did it. So the best he could do was just not say anything. So we, we held our heads down, and we breathed the rotten egg smell for another five minutes. And some people were wretched. Some people could not handle it. So it will it will clear a room. And I will say that it wasn't quite calling screaming fire in a crowded theater, but the people did move through the door a lot faster than they should have. If someone, say a little one would have been trampled, whoever would bring a little one to see Alien, we would have felt bad about it. But the, So that was our, our, our first real initiation. From that point on, we had a love of smoke bombs. We always kept them on hands. The ones that are on my Facebook page right now are sitting in my cupboard. They got that little skull and crossbones drawn on them for a reason because do not touch them unless you're ready. You were a mean little rascal. Kind of. I was malicious. You were really mean. You know what I have noticed, though, is I have to be careful now when I when I text things because anything with the word bomb in it calls people's attention. Yeah. If you're talking yeah. about a yeah, state bomb, end- yeah, that's a big red flag. Well, this guy, he says he keeps saying bomb. What's up with this guy here? Yeah, the FBI is probably looking <laughs> yeah, at you right now. They're probably got, they're crawling up my radio station with a microscope. Yeah, probably.